Blog Talk Radio. to Vibe Time with Jerry, and we are going to be going live here on Facebook, and for those of you who are tuning in to um, Blog Talk Radio, tonight is a really cool night because we got John Stevens, but we also have, um, tonight is a night that we are doing the um, pool for the raffle, or shall I say David Flowers is doing it, I want to cut that down. So let me see. Let's go public so everybody can tune in. There we go. Like I said, tonight's a special night because we are going to be um, we're going to be waiting for David Flowers to do the shaky shake and pull the winning ticket. Hello, pull the um, winning ticket for the basic ghost hunting kit. So this is really really exciting, and he's just going to really really shake it up too. We have been waiting for this. Right now. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we're sharing everything right now. We've been waiting for this moment, <laughs> so I'm sure a lot of people are excited about it. Hi, Katrina. Hey, Lucy. Hey, Lucy. Hi, Katrina. Hope y'all are doing well. We got John Stevens. He's already on board with us. Um. See, I unmuted back on the blog talk, so. Whenever you get situated and you're ready, David Flowers. I'm ready. Hey, he's got it right there. He's shaking up. Hello. We're going to jump right into the, uh, the, the giveaway. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Ju- <laughs> we're jumping right into this. Hi, Paul Phil. Hey, Dennis. So nobody leaves the show. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep yeah. promising it. Yeah, we're going to do it in like five minutes. Hi, Dennis. Hey, Paul. Yeah, I, I do want to thank everybody who, who participated, bought, bought your raffle tickets. I really appreciate that. Yep. We are we're going to be able to donate over $400 a piece for Wounded Warriors and Tunnel to Towers. Wow. I greatly, greatly appreciate everybody who's participated. It's a whole lot better than I anticipated. It really is. Yeah, I hope John Stevens wins the rose. That's funny. <laughs> that was just like anything else I win, I'm giving a guy away too. That's 
that that's coming from Ronnie. Yours truly. Yeah, Dennis said that's awesome. Paul Shields says nice. I think it's really cool. All right, so did you do your little shaky shake and then yeah, do the little twirly hand uh, thing? Yeah, do a little twirly. I feel like closing my eyes for this. Hi, Marjorie. It's okay. It's all right, Marge. Okay. All right, he's pulling now. Should we have the cat pull it? That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Okay, so ticket number. Oh, my God. 880 Jeannie Meadows. Jeannie Meadows. Jeannie Meadows. Yeah, she lives in Fredericksburg. Is she, is she on here? Let's call her live. I don't know. We're, I don't got her number. Let's call her live and put her on the show. Hi, John. What do you got, her email? Oh, well. Does she even ghost talk? Yeah. She will now. And she, uh, she went to Moundsville in West Virginia with me. Oh, have I met her? I don't know if you ever not. Have you seen, did she come to the uh, uh, Manor House one night? Yes. No. No. I'm looking at Lucy's comments, and I'm trying to look at, she said congratulations. I'm trying to look at everybody's stuff. Shake, shake, shake. Thank you. Can we pull a second number? This one is to win a free pencil. I'm going to beat your ass, John Stevens. We don't have anything else to give away. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Okay. Everybody can leave now. (laughs) Adios. Okay, Ronnie said, what the hell, he's leaving. So what is, uh... Oh, who was the winner again? I'm sorry, announce it again. Dennis S. Lock. Jeannie Meadows from Fredericksburg. Jeannie Meadows from Fredericksburg. Alexis, I just went out. I, I, I see I lost a viewer. Wait a second. Because I had... So that show's done so I can go, no, we are talking about paranormal events. Yes. This is what we are talking about tonight. Um, David, put her name in the comments. Are you able to tag her by chance, uh, maybe? Marjorie said throw her name in for the pencil. She would like the free pencil. <laughs> Yeah, I still I still have my beautiful pen kind of that you gave me with the little sparklies in it. I used it. All right. So how we always do this is we always talk about what we've done. Uh, well, Lucy wants dousing rods. Hold on before we go any further. Lucy said she wants dousing rods. David Flowers. 
Guess you better make a I pair. Will, I will send Lucy some dowsing rods. Oh, no. Well, I thought you were going to pull another name out of the hat for dowsing rods. <laughs> Don Stevens. We give something away. We... I will pull. Uh, Jeannie, I am going to send you some dowsing rods. Or Lucy, I am going to send you some dowsing rods. But I will pull the name out of that bucket for a pair of dowsing rods. Put that man to work. Is John Stevens going to help you make them? We are giving away some stuff tonight. <laughs> the, oh, Taylor it's a wish Ricker, list? Yeah. Taylor Ricker gets the dowsing rods. She loves dowsing rods. She's only got six pairs. Well, no, so she don't have any of she don't have any of David Flowers' pairs. And I have, like, I can't tell you how many pairs of those. Several. So how was the weekend at the Manor House? Anything happened good? Nothing exciting. It was really quiet. Relatively. That's what you think until you go back and look at the video. Yeah. Stevens, where are you going to be this Saturday? Uh, in Matthews County. Doing what? Um, meeting up with my sister. Gotcha. Wait a minute. Donna? Okay. Yeah. Kimberly has a question. Sure. Where Hello, John Sullivan. Asshole cabin on 360. <laughs> <laughs> so the cabin event this Saturday is, is uh, sold out. Yeah.
one event that if y'all were interested in that can't go to the cabin um, at the Beacon Theater in Hopewell. So Mary Hi, Tracy. Promotions is putting that on an event there. And the Beacon Theater is a pretty cool place to ghost uh, sign. Oh, Lucy, I'm sure David will send you a message on that. So, anybody else got anything going on this weekend? Anything that you yeah, um, not this weekend, but Dennis did mention Pamplin Park on November the 19th. We want to make sure we get that out there. Yeah, we were, I was getting to that. Just, oh, uh, excuse me. I'll shut up now. weekend by weekend here. Go ahead and take it away, John Stevens. Wow. So, I'll just go through some events that are coming up, if y'all don't mind. Go for it. Okay, so... Hi, Tracy. Next week, I might have to put my shades on for this. So next weekend, um, Transcend is going to be doing a, a lecture on the 30th of September, I believe. And that's going to be at the Monkey Library. And those are always good because they present a lot of evidence. So people show up that don't. Hey, Nice. And then on the 15th of October, there's a lot of things going on in October. I know I'm going to forget. Um, on the 15th of October at Miller Type Museum in Elton, that's up there near Harrisonburg, kind of, mm-hmm. up there. Um, and uh, that is put on by Luna Paranormal, and Haunted MD will be there. They're doing an investigation that night. Um, on the 21st of October, uh, Haunted Nights uh, with, uh, will be at Tuckahoe Plantation outside of Richmond. Uh, Tuckahoe is one of the, the, it was the uh, not the birthplace, but Thomas Jefferson spent um, his early life there, early part of his life in Tuckahoe. And it hasn't much changed, and it's still in the same family. Mm-hmm. Dennis said he's going to be at um, one of the leads at Tuckahoe. Dixon's going to be there. I guess Covert will be there, too. 
sure that's going to be an overnight, uh, probably dinner and stuff like that. It's going to be a full weekend. Cool. Just throw this out there. It's not really paranormal. Um, November 5th, we're doing the Veterans Day uh, flag, uh, placing the flags on the graves at Woodlawn Cemetery on uh, November 5th this year. I know that's oh, that's Oyster Fest. I can't even get out. I'll be on lockdown. Uh, and I'm gonna be there on Friday. So. You're gonna be at Oyster Fest Friday? Yeah. Okay. So I'll stop by and see you at work. I won't. I won't. I'll probably be off. I'll I'll work Saturday. I won't work. I don't work Fridays. I always put in not to for them not to work me on Fridays. Um, and then um, there's an investigation that same night on November 5th at Hanover Tavern. On by Transcend, and then 11:19, the big event, Hamlin Park. Those tickets are on sale currently, but going fast. Excuse me. And that is, I think it's going to be capped at 60 people. Dennis will tell you. But um, that's several pieces on that on that property that we'll get to investigate and it's always good to get back to Pamplin because there's just so much that goes on there. Mm-hmm. And Dennis has lots of stories and it's been recently 60 uh, cap. He said there's a 60 cap. 20% tickets are sold. It's, and, and it will sell out. It's just mm-hmm. uh, as it gets closer people will, will realize uh, how, how cool the place is. They it recently got a lot of national exposure because it was one of the ghost shows. Portals to Hell. Um, Portals to Hell with our friend uh, Gene Dennis. Wells. Yep, and Gene, yep. And, and Dennis. Uh, and all the money goes to the park, just yeah. in case people want to know. All the proceeds go to the park to help them. It's a, it's a fundraiser, pretty much. Yes, it is. And they haven't been able to raise much funds. They're on such a, a tight budget that it's hard for them because they always have to have workers come to these events. So they worked all day and then they got to come at night and work as well. Um, and it's hard for them because they've cut the budget so, so bad that they are in need of money. Anybody that's been out to Pamplin will tell you it's a beautiful place, mm-hmm. a great place to visit during the day. Yeah, and it's sad that it's gotten worse for them because that really is a beautiful park. You know. And historically, yeah.
Yeah. Wake up, Dave. Did. <laughs> Dennis said, wake up.
there's also a lady in white uh, you know, that Roswell has that, that people have seen coming down the, the steps. And um, a child um, had been seen at Roswell um, that had fallen and been killed. There was a slave that, um, that Jerry and I experienced this last year. For the first time, they allowed us to actually go into the cellar. They had cleaned out the cellar last year, and they let, let us go in there. And, of course, there were bats in there. Uh, yeah, I got pictures of that. But they weren't, they weren't bothersome. But it was cool because that was something that we could only take pictures of in the past from the outside mm-hmm. and never go in. You definitely didn't want to go in there during the summer because probably snakes everywhere. But during the Halloween season, Last year, it was really cool to go in there, and, and uh, the story about that is they uh, they had they had a, uh, a slave that they had um, they were punishing, and they they chained him to a chair and they left him in there overnight, and they could hear him screaming and stuff like that. When he when they came back to check on him the next day, he was dead, and they don't know that it, uh, what what Right. So, but that is his ghost still haunts that building as well, or what's left of the ruins. Mm-hmm. So, but it is a uh, place that I highly recommend everybody go check out one of those weekends at Gloucester because Roswell is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It is on a piece of property that is on a kind of like on a peninsula <laughs> that. It sounds fine. Sorry. At the height of its, uh, of its time here <laughs> in Virginia, it, uh, in the, it was one of the largest homes in the country, and the largest home in Virginia. And uh, the Marquis de Lafayette visited there. Thomas Jefferson visited there. Uh, in fact, his cousin was a man page.
mats and things like that, and then they gather the group and they walk you over to down a dirt road uh, through some um, open fields of farmland, and then you suddenly turn a corner and you're in the midst of a they put the lights on the inside of the ruins and they shine up to the skies and the lights up. Um, and you get to see it uh, no other way like you can you'll see it even during the day. Enough of that. They didn't pay, they didn't pay me to go into that. Yeah, but no, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a beautiful place. I mean, and it has so much energy there. And I like going there during the daytime. And I know you sent me the schedule of the um, tours. I'll have to do a Friday one, though. Yes, and I I even contacted them, and they never contacted me back. However, I forgot how I found out. Um, I don't know, maybe uh, they were just late promoting it. But they finally released on their website on the website itself? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, one of the weekends they had the dates wrong. They said Friday and Saturday, but the dates were a day behind. It's like they used the 2021 calendar. Um, is it under the Is it under the Roswell Foundation? Uh, Ros- Roswell.org, I think. But they got a Facebook page, don't they? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and Richmond is also having several, several uh, uh, out of the ordinary tours as well um, during the Halloween season. So that's why this season we're coming up with for for us to have a kind of a fascination with this type of type of thing. There's so much stuff that goes on mm-hmm. here in Virginia. Every major, every major city does something. And, and then you have a lot of people just like to go to do the, uh, the haunted houses. So yeah. that, that are just scary, you know, or go to bush gardens and, and, and King's Dominion um, and experience those. So you can see why Well, I said be careful. My chair collapsed. <laughs> so if you go, if you go to, uh, if you go to the cabin on 360, go to the Brick Rancher. Um, you're going to a real haunted house, and there's not going to be somebody paid to jump out and scare you. Yeah. True. Or they might attach themselves to people named John Stevens. Or, or rub their fingers down their neck if they're Jerry. Yeah. Or pull on the hoodie. True. Um, anything happens at the cabin or, or the... shadow figures or people running out of there screaming. Yeah. 
Crawford's phone. And I only did that one time. I know. I, I, I never ran out of those screens. You did not, but you I went out when I went out. <laughs> you walked out when I walked out or called the docent an asshole. Yeah, well, you've been called worse. I mean, asshole is very light to me as far as I'm concerned. Asshole is a, is a very light term for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, you've been called worse in the other dimensions, Dennis. We'll have to have a show coming up with Dennis where we just talk about family porn. And there all the experiences that happened there and the TV show and what that was all about. Um, when we have Dennis on the show uh, coming up, we'll, we'll just have to break that out and turn that into a family. Yeah, um, let me look. Because he knows the the place as well as anybody. All right, Dennis, so November 8th, just going to throw that out at you right now while I have it open, because that date is wide open. I am speaking to your listeners, no? He said he's not going to do it, so do you, I mean... I guess I can just, I I was telling the truth. Oh, my God. I was telling the honest to God truth. Now, you know damn good and well that I even have the recorded evidence of them calling you. They don't even call you an asshole. They say the F word. And I, I mean, and these are places that you have not been. So, how am I speaking mean to you when I'm saying that asshole is a light term compared to how the dimensions look at you? I mean, you're going to nail me for being honest? Gosh, my heart. Guess I won't tell the truth anymore. Okay. I got you down. So, all right, so November 8th will be a full show of talking about Pamplin Park with Dennis Eslock. He's going to be with me for two weeks in a row. Woohoo! I love it. And Dennis, uh, is, there, is there going to be uh, another team uh, assisting with or, or helping? Do you have any Yeah, two weeks, Dennis. Uh huh. The first week of November. Yep. You're on. You're on Paranormal Roundtable. I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. Don't forget about October. Paranormal Roundtable. He'll be on there. Well, of course. And he can let us know if there's any other events coming up at the cabin as well. Oh yeah. All right, so I got you in there. So do we get... Uh, All right, so he's got SPRI, Covert, GI, Paranormal, and Twisted. Wow. That's just worth getting your take right see those guys. Paragonation also, so yes. quite a few. And Genesis team, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be a very cool experience. Yeah. That's going to be a good event. So now that we know that Dennis will be on the show November 8th, David, did you plug that into your calendar? Yeah. Okay. I got it written down. All right, that worked. That's it. I'll be doing this show from Indianapolis that week. Yep. What's in Indianapolis? Uh, my day job sent me up there for training. Be learning about bearings. You say fairies? Bearing. Oh, I'm sorry. Bearings. Take a number and put a handle on it. From what I've seen of crop, they're such a good, solid team and a variety of knowledge. Master bearing training. He's got to learn about what big metal balls are. Job <laughs> savage, bearings, getting getting yours replaced. See, <laughs> look what you did. You have opened Pandora's freaking box on the show. Now I got to sit here and talk about bearings and bearings, and you getting yours replaced. And big metal balls. <laughs> Can we just go one show? (laughs) Yay, flowers for Bearing Master. Oh, my gosh. It never (laughs) fails. Lord have mercy. Here we go. Ronnie, bearings are just shiny balls. Yeah, I agree with you. Lord have mercy, Kimberly. Well, at least with a stick and tampons up their nose. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring the subject of tampons up in the show, John. <laughs> but now that you've brought it up, I can't even find mine. Oh, there it is. <sighs> I have Katrina Gagnon coming on. Is that a master bearing polishing training course, David? What? Is Dennis said, is that a master bearing polishing training course? I'm going to learn how to identify them. You're going to learn how to identify shiny balls. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. What are you going to do? Have them all line up and say, those are shiny. Those are shiny. Those are shinier. <laughs> Those are a little saggy. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just going to be hands-on in a group effort. It's just going to be hands-on in a group effort. Oh, he'll be the master bearing staring master. Oh, my God. Staring master. Yes, Kimberly. It's a show and tell type of conference. (laughs) (sighs) Straight from Virginia. Let's see your bearing. 
I thought Dennis said masturbating master class. <laughs> Don't forget to turn your head and cough. I know, right? <laughs> Very fondling training 101. <laughs> See what you did? Can't run a halfway decent show around here. Gotta have good fingers. Yeah, John Stevens, don't forget to lube. Katrina's laughing her ass off. She'll be on our show as a guest next week. We look forward to it. So what y'all going to talk about? Whatever Katrina wants to talk about. It's not going to be bearings and shiny balls. Uh, Or tampons. We can make it happen. Oh, my God, Katrina. They'll turn it into something. Jelly works wonders. Oh my God! Sideways <laughs> As the bearings are smoking, y'all better quit stroking. You see? <laughs> Please don't. Smoke. Y'all are gonna kill the man on the show. Hey, John Stevens, didn't Betty Miller sing about the rose? That's Tracy Ann's department. Betty Miller. Bet Miller. Bet Miller. I can't. I don't have my my glasses. I can't see. Oh, Ben Wallbearing Company's office is training. At the Pearl, yeah. Y'all are terrible. Auto-correct got me. <laughs> All right, get back to Virginia Paranormal Events. I'm a god. Okay, well, I, uh, I, I think that... And don't tell me you um, covered it all. I think with, you know, like, the new blood showing up at the Pearl... Really? Uh, if you come home walking funny, David, does that mean that your training went good or bad? I'll let you know. He'll let you know, Dennis. <laughs> All right, back to back to paranormal events. Oh my God, people. Yes, there'll be more events popping up, too, I'm sure. I'm trying to get back on subject. Come on, John Stevens. Not the only thing popping up. Fucking God, focus.
Monroe or Mifflin? Or Monroe? It's Fort Monroe. The Ghost Walk, right, John Savage? I reached out about that today. I wanted to know who was who was doing it. Are you doing it, John Savage, or is it like a whole different group of people? Or is it something? Because I don't know. They do a Ghost Walk, I guess. You're fired. Ghost tours and uh, call pepper coming up. They've got two nights that they're doing them. And you, you want to check out my page for the exact nights. I can't remember right off the top of my head. But call pepper Paranormal. Okay, that's what I was thinking. And graffiti house. Ran by Portman Road authorities. Yeah, I thought so, John Savage. Gotcha. Graffiti House is a great place. Now, they just had a uh, they had a, uh, a paracon at Fleetwood Church, which is right next door to the Graffiti House. Graffiti House and the Fleetwood Church were not part of the same event, uh, but you get people to that go to the Fleetwood Paracon, which all that money goes to church there on the brandy station battlefield uh, as they as they gotcha. face it uh up Kimberly made got my mattress and pew came from. 
to make my doll bed, my voodoo doll bed. Well, it's a beautiful bed. Mm-hmm. Um, from the elements, they were there for, for a while, and uh, but there are graves everywhere, 
cool. Yes, they have awesome services there. That's what Kimberly said. about four minutes left. He has so, to go, Dennis has to go polish his bearings. <laughs> Have a great night, Dennis. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate it. And I just want to thank everybody again who, who participated in, in the raffle. Really appreciate it. Like I said earlier, we're donating over $400 a piece to Wounded Warriors and to Tunnel the Towers. So, again, thank you very much. Yeah. We appreciate all the the support and the sharing on the raffle too, because that was really cool. So we appreciate and all of it. Jane Meadows. Yeah. So. That was a. It was a. Um, it was a great thing that you did, David, um, to do that, and both those organizations. Dave is such a cool dude. No, he's not. He's an asshole. But anyway, go ahead. They are 
top of the line, Ronnie said he'll get his rods next month. Sorry. No, yeah, well, John Stevens, he's, well, we don't know about John Stevens, but I can tell you that Dave Flowers is a clear-cut asshole. I'm just putting it out there. The title. Him and Dennis F. Flock. We got about two minutes. We got about two minutes. I'm just a spook. Thanks, Camberby. I think and, so. And I don't know if people trick or treat or not. I guess they do. No, they'll probably put it to a Saturday. Who knows? But like last, last year, yeah. on a Sunday, I think, but everything yeah. happened on a Saturday night. Yeah. Well, just a spooky spook. We got one uh, minute left. But, so anything you got to say, let's get it out in one minute. You go watch Ryan. We appreciate you on Blog Talk. We appreciate you coming on Blog Talk. Hold on, because i got to get off of this part. But we appreciate you coming on to the blog talk part. And I'm going to end stream tart in just a second. I just got to I got to do one thing at one time. So y'all tune in next week um, to Vibe Time with Jerry, um, where we have Katrina Gagnon coming on. And she's a paranormal investigator as well, so we look forward to that. So I appreciate y'all coming on and supporting us. I was a hard-drinking sinner with blood on my hands. I was a hard-drinking sinner, a gun in my hands, drinking 40 pounds of dinner till I met a big man. And the man said, how do we do? How do we do?
found I got some new sounds on my my soundboard here, so I uh, gonna have some fun with these things. Excited to have everyone come out to the cabin on on Saturday night and do some investigating out there. I'm out there day. Um, I was bored at the house. I went out there and went to the um, went out to walk around. Went to the woods. Hung out the cabin, went to the brick house, did some uh, did some cleaning up down there. Found this giant beetle, bug looking thing. At first, I first thought I thought it was a fake bug, something I left down there. But then the the lake started moving on it instead of flipping it over, and it was freaking huge. So hopefully it uh it gets out of the house before Saturday because I don't want anybody stepping on it because that would be gross. Because it is one of those, I guess about this, about this big, right there. So I'm on, on Facebook Live, so people look in the video, how big the bug was. I took the broom, so I was sweeping up the, the cobwebs off the uh, off the walls and in the basement. So people won't be walking in the cobwebs all night on Saturday. And I had my, my phone going, uh, the video going on my phone on the steps. And I definitely caught some uh, voices down there, but they weren't like words. It was like a grunting sound um, that wasn't me. So, I mean, it's interesting. Nothing that would be like, holy crap, but, you know, that's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, super excited about, uh, you know, having everyone come out to the cabin and seeing everybody. And, um, yeah. Getting close to the Halloween season, uh, I guess. Well, I guess it's, it's you know it is the Halloween season. Been getting close to October. Uh, been going out to you know the different spirit Halloween stores and checking out all the all the decorations and stuff. Um, very excited about all the the pumpkin festivals and going out to the pumpkin patch and you know drinking hot cider which I don't do that often, but it always sounds good. I always Pot cider always sounds good. Pot cider and donuts, it's a, it's a staple of fall, one of my favorite things. Um, hope everyone is excited for the National Ghost Hunting Day. You know, if you guys are going, wherever you guys are going to investigate, hope you have fun. All the, all the places that are, invest, are, you know, taking part in the world's largest ghost hunt, you know, so be sure to check out the World's Largest Ghost Hunt page. Uh, check out some of the investigations going on out there um, on that page that night. We'll be doing live streams from the cabin as well. So uh, I'll be going live on the cabin page. and So be sure to check out the cabin on 360 page tonight. Well, not tonight. See, see, it's sick brain. No sleep. Um, so tonight we've got... Uh, Kim Sage coming on the show with us from uh, Grid Life. Doesn't say Grid Life something. I have to let her tell us what it is. So I'm going to go ahead and put her on the show right now. Hello. Hi, Ryan. How are Hi. you? I'm great. I'm How sorry are you? For the, I am doing fine. I'm sorry for the rambling. Uh <laughs> 
You ever start a story then forget your point of your story? That's what that's what happens. Usually I'm, I call I'm pretty, it I'm pretty brain. okay with that. Yeah, uh, I like to say I'm in spirit brain. Yes. It's uh lack of sleep from staying up all night coughing brain is what I'm having right now. So uh I wish when I was doing that story about the, the, the cider and the donuts, I'm like, where am I going with this? I don't know. <laughs> Let me just see if I can <laughs> get good. off here without crashing the vehicle. Too much. <laughs> <clears throat> So I am very happy to have you on the show. Um, I know we tried to get um, get this earlier in the month, um, but the schedules clashed. So I'm very happy to uh, have you on and talk to you tonight. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. No problem. How uh, how has your fall been so? Well, not even fall yet. Or well, how's your how's oh, your gosh. summer been? How's... I swear, I'm still trying to hold on to summer. I uh, I, I much enjoy the sun and the beach and yeah. I get kind of yeah, sad I'm, I'm, when it gets to winter time, so I'd much rather keep the sun and the summer going. Well, you know, winter time—that's depressing. Yeah, but it is. But fall, I, I do look forward man. to um, October and everything that comes along with Halloween. I'm really ready for summer to be over in July. I'm like, okay. I'm <laughs> Some people are built for the certain month. You know, I'm built for fall. I don't like being super cold. I don't like being super hot. In the spring, I have allergies. So, so you know, I'm built for a certain time of year. Yeah, I hear that. I see so, Ronnie and Tyler. They're they're correcting correcting you. My it's sacred sage life. Sacred sage. I knew it was something, yep. but like I said, my I, a total brain <laughs> fart. Thank you. All I said from a sage paranormal, but I knew that wasn't right. Yeah. No, so no. what? Tell me. Tell me about sacred sage life. What what is that? So, my last name. I was blessed with my husband's last name of Sage. Um, and I love burning sage. So sacred sage came about. I thought of sacred sage, and then, funny enough, when I was trying to get a website, I couldn't get the right name because it was already taken, so they had sacred sage life. And I was like, well, you know what? We're just going to do that because I kind of do – I don't just do readings, you know, I do the paranormal now, and I do um, energy healing, so – I felt like it could incorporate a lifestyle. Yeah, it's definitely a, like a nice umbrella of um, like like different things that you do. It's not just one, you know, not just one yeah, thing. Yeah, and, and as I um, as I meet people and and their gifts, like I would love to be able to recommend people or have people come along. I don't know. I'm just enjoying the journey and where it takes me and see where we're going. How long have you had Sacred Sage Life? Oh, my gosh. Um, I think officially we're going on, what, like a year and a half maybe almost? I created it in 2020 during the whole, like, let me rethink my life (laughs) because we're all locked down. 
And uh, I created it, but it took a while for me to, like, fully get out of my comfort zone and be like, you know what, we're just going to go for it, and I'm just going to, like, step out. What was that like? What was it like, like, getting out of your comfort zone? How how did you oh manage gosh. to uh, get up the courage to do that? Um. It's a whole lot of trusting, like trusting that I'm doing good for people and the, and the reason why I do what I do is to help others. I, uh, I'm not a public speaker. I don't like being the center of attention. So I constantly push myself out of my comfort zone every time I meet a stranger to do a reading. It's, it's solely trusting, trusting in my gifts and trusting in my ability to help somebody else get through a situation they're in or what they're coming to me for. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a whole lot of trusting, and I'm constantly pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I fully believe that we don't grow unless we do. Yeah, that, that's true. I mean, you know, you're kind of treading water if you don't kind of try to just push yourself. Um, plus, yeah. you know, reward when you, when you when you try something and you succeed at it, it's rewarding. Plus, when you, at least when you, when you try something and you fail at it, it's also a learning experience, too. So it's, oh, it's for sure. beneficial both ways. Yeah, and I, and in doing so, I've had I've met the most amazing people. I always I always say when you start like any kind of hobby or just going towards your interest, you meet the like minded people, and in doing so, you meet the most amazing people. Yeah, I mean, look look at like the paranormal field. Uh, for for me, even starting going on this this journey, uh, I wouldn't wouldn't be where I am now or meeting the people I've met, being able to talk yeah. to you if you know I hadn't gone out and joined the team and you know started the show, which for me wasn't an easy thing. You know, I'm not a very uh, extrovert extroverted person. I don't yeah really uh, you know try to be the center of attention. But, you know, Dennis needed needed someone to take his time slot. So I'm like, yeah, I'll take it, you know, see see what uh, – it was one of those things where you, you, like, you say, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Then after a while, after you say, you're like, what, what did I just do? You know, I'm like <laughs> – Most like, definitely. Why are you saying this? You're not, you're not a, you know, you're not a person, radio personality, you know? Yeah. But – yeah, no, I get that. So many times when I'm on the way to an event or I have a day full of readings, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what have I gotten myself into? What have I gotten myself into? Yeah. And then it but all works again, out wonderful, so. Yeah. I think we. I think what we do is we have this idea in our head that it's going to be – it's going to be a lot worse than uh, – it can be like it can be either really terrible or really great, and it usually ends up mm-hmm. being right in the, you know, if I'm if I'm yeah. going to, if I like, we have an event at the cabin, like oh man, it's going to be super awesome, or it's going to be like, oh man, it's going to suck, but it usually ends up to be <laughs> right right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. and I I find that um, I find that once I fully connect with someone's loved one, it's like. I'm in the zone, so everything around me doesn't even matter. It's just me, the client, and their loved one. So that helps. Spirit helps me out in that way. You're very, very. It sounds very intimate, where it's not. It's it more is. about like a whole 
a lot of people. And plus, so the people the people call you and they'd be like, I need a reading, or I know sometimes people like spirit talks to the medium, and the medium has to seek the pe- person out to give them a message. So I don't really do that. I mainly do readings through um, referrals or people coming to me or I say, hey, I've got time slots for this day, and then they just kind of get filled. Um, That's how I like to work because I I do evidence-based mediumship. So what that means is when I connect with someone's loved one, they give me evidence as in the way they passed away or who they were to that person um, and various invalidate who they are. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I've never been the kind just to walk up to somebody, even if I feel something or their loved one around them, because you don't know what kind of place somebody's in to do that. Yeah. I always imagine that would be tough, you know. I, yeah, I and like, I don't I've... walk around, <laughs> yeah. I don't walk around, I don't walk around on. So I turn on and off when I work with spirits. I may still pick up on things like out in public or or vice versa, but I don't know what I, what I walk around on. That'd be way too overwhelming. Yeah, you don't have the open the vacancy sign over your head, open no. for business. No, flashing no. spirits can see you if you're walking around Walmart or something like that. <laughs> Imagine that's got to be tough. Uh, even yeah, like, it's very draining too. I feel drained going to Walmart without oh my having. Gosh to deal with that. So I can't imagine uh, having Look, to deal with all I have to have a talk with myself. <laughs> Especially like, Christmas time or going into Walmart, yeah. I have to have a talk with myself of going, okay, let's do this. Let's get in. Let's get out. Yeah. Put your shields up. Just kind of stick your head down and just go. You know? Oh, <laughs> God, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, shopping on Amazon definitely helps for you, huh? Oh, yeah. For sure. But, yeah, I, I actually find most of my – the majority of my readings come from um, people that I've done readings for. So it's like referrals. Oh, yeah, so so a word-of-mouth type of thing. Mm-hmm. What kind of uh, – what kind of, like, for the most part, what do people usually ask? Is it more, more family, like, how's my family doing, or is it like, uh-huh. you know – People will have questions about um, a particular thing in their life, like if they're going through, um, like, career changes or something like that. But for the most part, um, how I like to start is I don't like to know anything. So the less, the least I know, the better. Um, and I like to see who comes through first from spirit. And they kind of just, they actually bring up, like, what we're going to talk about first. Their loved ones on spirit do. And then it just kind of gets the conversation going. Um, some other loved ones might come through during the reading as well. Um, I always feel the majority of my readings, there's a lot of healing during the reading. Like we cry, we laugh. It, it kind of feels like a therapy session sometimes. Well, you've got um, you've got a, a show coming up on October 9th at the uh... – the cabin on 360. You're doing a live yeah. like a gallery reading at the cabin. Um, yeah. Tell me about that. I'm excited about that. So I haven't really done. It'll be my first. Well, obviously my first live gallery reading, but um, 
I've done a couple of small group, intimate groups, but never something like this. So once again, this will be me going out of my comfort zone and doing that. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I'll see how it goes. I can kind of, I'm just going to go with who comes to me for like, as far as spirit wise, who comes to me and I'll explain who I have and see who it resonates with. And we'll go from there. Well, I answered Howie's question. Oh, you correctly. did. So I am going to be there. I mean, you know, awesome. I probably would have been there anyways. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try to come out um, and to hang out for a bit and see you. And oh, I'm super cool. excited that you guys are are uh, doing that. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think it's you know it's really cool that Howie's doing that too. So. Yeah, that's really uh, – and thank you for allowing us to come there and do that. It's no problem. I'm very happy to uh, to uh, be a part of the event. Um, do you – now, the, the cabin is haunted, and the yes. area is haunted. The brick house is haunted as well. Do you feel like when you do this reading, are you are you worried about other spirits coming in, or is there uh, going to be some kind of – protection like in the area that we're going to be in so i usually um so i do readings at belgrove and Mm -hmm. obviously belgrove um haunted as well but whenever i do readings i i open sacred space and um my guides hold space for me while i do readings so i'm not concerned with other spirits coming through i will tell you though um, before my first podcast with Howie, I did a reading for him, and for the first time ever during the reading, somebody touched me. So that oh, was wow. new. Yeah, and that was in the cabin. Yeah, I felt somebody touch my leg. And uh, even during the reading with Howie, I was like, uh, I, I just felt somebody touch me, but I'm not going to pay any attention. <laughs> We're just going to move along. Well, that, so, uh, Howie had it didn't, things happen to him. During out, I'm gonna get out there. Yeah, it was it was a first People. for me, but I didn't pay them any attention. <laughs> I was like, "You're, you know, you're being rude right now." So, and it, because it wasn't, it was not one of his loved ones. I didn't feel like I felt like it was something that came from there. Well, I mean, knowing the history of the cabin, I'm not surprised that that happened. Um, you know, so start you started the uh giver readings a, a year ago or two years ago or would have you always been given readings for people no so i i started taking classes um in 2017 i believe i started taking classes and then we would do class we would do readings during classes and whatnot or just for each other and then um Going out and doing readings in the public was something new for me. So I started mm-hmm. that a little over a year ago. And sometimes it, it sometimes I have to step back and be like, oh, my gosh, because I, I, re, I started recording my readings so I could send um, to clients so they'd have a copy of it. <clears throat> and I was just looking over my my files and looking at how many readings I have that I need to go through and delete. But I was like, oh, my gosh, it's, it's a true blessing to be able to – um, help so many people in a different way. Now, is it one of those things where the more you do it, the better you get at it? 
is like a practice makes perfect type of thing? I feel so. I, I feel like that's with anything, really. Um, I feel like the more I do it, so working with spirits, I tell people it's like playing charades with spirits. It's each reading's different. I'm either seeing things, feeling things, hearing things, or I just know things. And it's like taking the stuff they're throwing at me and trying to put it into a message or words for my client. Um, but the more I do it, the more I understand the signs and symbols that they're sending me. Yeah, it's kind of like trying and a to lot take of times their they use. Yeah, and a lot of times they use my own experiences in life for what they're trying to relay. And sometimes they're literal. Um, just to give you an example, I had to laugh because I was doing a reading for a lady, and I saw they flashed Bell Grove at me. And so I said to her that I really felt like um, – we're talking about she'd retired and we're, we're talking about doing something else. And I said, well, I really see you like working in a historic area, like giving tours and stuff. And she was like, yeah, I, I thought about going and filling out an application at Bell Grove. And I just had to laugh because they showed me Bell Grove, but I took it as, you know, a historical location when they were literally doing Bell Grove. So. So would you say they flash when you, you flash the images, is it like do you see the the energy of the person or is it like a, an apparition appearing in front of you or in your so, mind? How, how do you see this, if you can oh describe? Gosh, it's, kind of, it's kind of hard to explain. Um, when I see images, it's clairvoyant, so you're seeing things, but it's not like, mm-hmm. so say you're looking straight ahead and you're looking at a clock. I see images, like, in my peripheral, usually around, like, 1 o'clock, like, 1 or 2 o'clock, like, if you were to look at a clock. Yeah. So you're looking straight ahead, and you're seeing things come at you in your peripheral. So sometimes they'll literally show me things that look like a photo, and other times I just, I see the, you know, the item, or they put, they put it in my head. A lot of my readings, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but I just know things. It's just instantly yeah, in my yeah. head. I call them, like, direct downloads, and I just have to spit it out. Yeah. I mean, it's... it's yeah, and I tell people, too, people before my readings, I was like, please don't, be, please don't be offended if I don't look at you the whole time. It's just um, sometimes I'm there putting stuff in my head, and I'm just trying to figure it out. So, so I don't want them to think I'm rude not looking at them. Well, I mean, you're, they're talking to you to, you know, you're trying to get you to talk to spirit for them. So, you yeah. know, obviously look at spirit or what spirit's trying to trying to uh, to show you. Uh, you know, if you're looking at him, at them, you know, it's like, you know, you're not. I'm here to talk to spirit for you, not to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. But I'm very open and and honest with my clients and tell them like how I work and and all that kind of stuff. So I don't I don't feel like I try to make it like a secret. Oh no. And it's good to be open about that stuff, so people can better understand, you know, what you do and uh, getting the information that they're trying to seek. Yeah, I feel so too. When you uh, when someone comes through, how do you verify, like if they say, 
Uncle Jim died and a girl wants to talk to Uncle Jim, how do you verify that it's Uncle Jim? Does it, do you say, do you get them to, to flash stuff in front of you that, hey, the only Uncle Jim would know? Or uh, is it more of a, what does Uncle Jim look like? And this guy shows up and looks like Uncle Jim. Is that, uh, how do you verify? It's, it's actually, it's kind of rare when I actually see what, I. it's a lot of feelings for me. So I feel they're, so for one, like if they wanted to talk to somebody specifically, um, I always say, hey, can we just see who comes through first? Because I always like to see just who comes through first and validate. So if that happens, then I would first, and before I bring them to my client, I ask like who they were, whether they were a parent, grandparent, friend, like what their relationship was. And then I ask them how they passed. So they'll either tell me or they're or I'll feel how they passed, and I'll relay that on to my client. And then sometimes they give me numbers. So if they gave me a two, it would mean like February or the second of a month, and that would represent birthdays, anniversaries, passing, something significant with that person. So that that helps validate. And once the client's like, yes, 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 then throughout the whole reading, they they bring up things that I wouldn't know that just continues to validate who they are. Most people want to make sure that their loved ones are okay or if they or mm-hmm. if they have, like, messages for them. Um, yeah, I, I feel like a little bit of both. I feel like um, a lot of times it's comforting and just knowing their loved one's okay. And spirit always amazes me. They always bring up things that are currently happening in their loved one's <laughs> lives to validate that they're still there. So, like, they're seeing their everyday things that are still going on since they've passed. So they can they validate that they, they, they've seen little Timmy Yeah, events or, um, like yeah, or, or little things. Like, like, a lot of times they'll say, um, you know, I, you know, they'll bring up the, that the person is talking to them in the car on the way to work, you know stuff like that mm-hmm. and how would I know that I don't know that but little things like that or um, you know weddings or graduation they've brought up like graduations that have happened since they've passed away and you know major life events and and stuff they continue what? to do has there been, been any readings that have been like very like more I'll say I guess more rewarding like, like, where it's like, oh man, I can't believe that just happened. Oh my gosh, yes. There's, there's definitely been some readings where I'm like, oh my gosh, spirit was on fire. Um, I don't, to be honest, I don't remember a lot of readings. I may remember little bits and pieces of it, but I don't, I don't remember a lot of things, and that's okay because it's not mine to hold on to. And that's why I started yeah, I recording them to send to the to them because I I don't I tried to take notes and that was just too much so I record I guess them. It's a lot for your brain to handle and just because you yeah yeah I guess you have to go into this this space where you're being um, you're having this emotional connection with this person and the, and their spirits and if you try to hold on to all of that oh yeah. For each person, it would just be too much for for um, for anyone to handle. Yeah, 
And if to, and during the reading, um, I play with beads in my hands because it keeps my left brain busy. So I'm not thinking about things or I'm not overanalyzing or overthinking things because I'm a thinker and <laughs> I'll go off on a squirrel somewhere. But um, that way I can just continue what I'm getting and let it flow. I play with things in my hands. And so writing, you know, writing would also, like, prevent me from letting it flow because I was constantly stopping and writing. Having to look down at, having to look down at your notebook, you know, trying yeah. to make sure yeah. that's, you know, fill all over the page. Yeah. Has there ever been, like, uh, a reading that's, kind of like freaked you out like not in a good way um let me think um not really it's it's funny there's so many readings are different and I don't and a lot of it comes from my sitter because I don't think people realize the energy they bring to the reading also plays into the reading. So why I love skeptics and I love um, a challenge because spirit will definitely show up. If somebody's too much of a skeptic, it will actually create like a wall. And it's they don't get the quality of reading that I wish they would be able to get. Um, so... Yeah, I, it's there's so many different varieties. I never know how a reading's going to go until I get into it. Yeah, you guess you have to want to be read or have got to have an open mind for yeah. for the inner flow. Because you, like sure. you said, once you get to that point where it's like, oh, well, it's not going to work for me, and you put the wall up, and there is the yeah. uh, almost like energy wall in spirit can't come through yeah it literally is and i joke with people before a reading and i'm like look please stay engaging with me and let's talk because if you just stare at me for 30 minutes it's going to be really awkward but not only that it's creating a like a literally a wall but a lot of times i see that yeah and a lot of times i see that when people finally have that aha moment, like they hear something that they're like, oh my gosh, that is my loved one, they let their walls down. Like they let they let it down and it's just an amazing an amazing reading. Yeah, the same thing happened what happens when we go on in investigations, we'll bring people out to the cabin to investigate and it's and they get that they hear that first E V P or mm-hmm. like you or hear something or hear and they're like, holy crap, this is actually, this actually happens. Because you can watch Ghost Adventures or watch all the shows you want on TV until it actually happens to you. Uh, there's, there'll always be that doubt. Yeah, there will be. And, yeah. And I've noticed that too with paranormal investigations, the energy that, the group you're in brings to the investigation, I, I've found that really kind of affects the investigation as well. Yeah. Yeah. If you gotta be, if, you know, if you're, if you go to a party and there are people who are just don't have very good energy, you're not going to hang out with them, but you go to a party, people are having a good time. People are engaging, enjoying themselves. You're more apt to go try to talk with them or, you know, yeah. let your presence yeah. be known to them. Very much so. 
when did you uh when did you know that when did you figure out that you had this ability um to uh to um, talk to spirits so when i was young probably gosh probably like around the age of five i would wake up at all times of the night and see things in my room that i wasn't supposed to see and so as a kid, I'd always kind of been opened and saw things that scared me, but um, I never really felt like I could talk about it. <clears throat> so I would just, you know, use my coping mechanism of leaving my TV on at night so I didn't feel like I was alone. Um, mm-hmm. And then when I got into my, like, late teens, early 20s, it really started to scare me because I didn't know how to control it. And I was starting to um, astral project a lot. At, at night and never intentionally did it. So it would happen spontaneously and scared me to death. Like, I don't know if you've ever astral projected, but it's a very, it feels like you're not in control of your body. And it, it feels like literally your soul has left your physical body. And when you can see your physical body laying in the bed under you and you can't wake up and move, like it's a pretty scary thing. So um, I kind of shut everything down. Like, and at the time, we didn't really have Internet. There was no, like, we had the Aquarian bookstore in Richmond. So I would go and try to get books to understand, and I just never really got overwhelmed with it. So I just shut it all down. <clears throat> and then um, I had a reading in 2017 with Jay Marie. And during my reading, my, my family, my, my grandma and grandpa told on me, and told her that I could hear and see spirit. And she brought it up and said she was teaching classes and would help me open, you know, learn boundaries and how to work with spirit. So now, now that I, I am in control, it's a much better feeling. First, first of all, I was, I did the Aquarian bookstore. I was like, I love that store. I'm mad they moved it though. <laughs> I like it was the, the only I like thing the, I like we the, had back then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's one I think in like in way out Midlothian, like I think it's called the Stone Goddess or something like that. Uh, I don't know. But I love the smell of the Aquarian bookstore. The, yeah, the, the, I, and, yeah. You know, it's a great, Book great, great place. and incense and all that good stuff, and yeah, which um. Not to mean for like a plug, but one of my best friends is open in a metaphysical store in Fredericksburg, so we'll soon have more options. Well, hell yeah, I need to. Well, yeah. I'll take Angie and do a uh, do a road trip out to uh, Fredericksburg. Yeah, yeah, but the Aquarian, and I actually that's where I had my first. Um, I remember having a tarot tarot card reading, but I'd never had a medium reading, so. Um, not having a medium reading until, gosh, I was in my mid-30s. And the things that she was yep. saying to me was like, oh, my gosh, like that's totally my grandparents. It was life-changing. Yeah, I guess what, like you said, once, once you experience it and once you, you get a reading that actually works, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, you can't deny it, like, you know. No, and it's crazy because you kind of have this, um, anybody who's had a first reading, you kind of have this amnesia in a way when you're during the reading 
and I'm asking questions and it's not resonating at the moment, but if you go back, you know, like a week or a month later and listen to the recording again, then you're like, oh, my gosh, I totally knew what she was talking about, but it just was not in my brain. Yeah, I think it's a lot and for, think, like, I think it's a lot for the brains to handle because they're trying to, yeah. you're trying to think of all these different things and, like, did that really happen? Or, you know, yeah. <laughs> and trying to access memories that may not be accessible at that moment. Yeah. Cause you, it's like your logical brain shuts down. Going on. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying it's like your log- it's like your logical brain just shuts down. Yeah. Yeah, because you're, you're just thinking about so many different things. Mm-hmm. And it happens a lot. And people are like, oh, yeah, I guess that did happen. And then did, do people call you back or, like, try to contact you? And, do you remember what you said about, you know, Uncle Jed <laughs> it was the hot, with the hot dog? That actually did happen. Yeah, I've, I've had a couple of messages come back and tell me certain things or tell me um, things that I said would happen or, or something, and they'll come back and tell me. And it's always nice because I don't, mm-hmm. I don't ever look for validation, but it is nice when somebody does kind of let you know. And it's like, oh my gosh, it kind of it brings me back into why I do what I do. So, it's it kind of keeps me going. And I guess it also means more when people seek you out to give you validation than it would for you to yeah. call them up and say, hey, did you did you check it out? Was I right? Oh yeah, for sure. I can't tell you how many times I've cried <laughs> reading the message from somebody. That's awesome. I mean, not that you cried, but it's awesome that, yeah, that but it's just, you get the validation. So, yeah, and and knowing that I helped somebody in, in ways that I never thought I would be able to. Yeah. It's very um, helpful to to – give people closure that they want mm-hmm. or they, they, they seek. Um, yeah. And also let people know that, hey, you're not alone. And, you know, these signs that you think are your mother or your grand, grandmother <coughs> coming through, it is them, and they are very, you know, happy for you. Or, you know, if you got to change something, you can tell them what they need to change, mm-hmm. you know. I can't see how it would be beneficial. Yeah, I know. Whenever some, a lot of times I ask spirit to give me a sign, like how they've been coming, coming through, or trying to get their loved ones' attention, and I always get a giggle when I when I say um, something to the effect of, "I remember one, and it was um, my client's mother was coming through as a yellow canary, and when I said that, he about fell out of the chair." Because he had had this this yellow canary sightings for like years, <laughs> coming around. So me saying that and it validated for him that he thought it might have been a sign from his mom that it that it is. I've got a question for from Sherry Milliken. Here mm-hmm. she, you know, what's more exciting for you? Turning a skeptic into a believer, or having a believer overwhelmed by overwhelmed with violation, violation, validation. God, I can't read tonight. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I kind of like turning a skeptic into a believer. 
don't know. I mean, I. I... That's got to feel good, though. It's got to feel. It, it, it feels good, but it's it's at the same time, it's like after I I don't know after I deliver my messages, it's kind of like oh, how do I want to word it? Believe believe it or not, you know I I've, I've done my part type yeah. of thing. Yeah, it reminds me of um, it reminds me and and believe it or not, men are men tend tend to be some of my toughest readings. Um, but yeah, so. Sometimes when evidence comes through and the, they were being, like, kind of hardcore or shut down in the beginning and then at the end we're both crying together, that's, mm-hmm. you know, it, that's that's special because I felt like I really touched something that they needed to hear or needed to work through that they maybe felt like they couldn't talk to anybody about or nobody knew about Um but also, like, having the validation, somebody that that already believes in it and having the validation, that just lifts my soul a lot, too, because we're, we're already, like, on the same wavelength. And I feel like people like that just get, like, amazing readings filled with all kinds of stuff because it's just flowing so much easier. And that's the time the spirit's on fire and you, yeah, you like, it really is. Out of and it's, it's weird. It's like you feel this... Um, Sometimes during readings, and it's not all of them, but sometimes during readings, it's almost like you feel this, like, this atmosphere just changes. I don't know. It's like the energy changes, something changes, and it's just, like, on flowing. Has there ever been anybody where try to do a reading and it's just, just, you just can't, their energy is off with your energy, so it's, yes. it's not working. How do you get, how do you get past that? Um, I've only had one reading where I almost stopped and asked the lady if she just wanted a refund <laughs> because I just, I wasn't sure why she was there. It was like everything I said, it, she would validate it, but then she would shut down and she didn't want to hear from the people I was bringing through. So I, it was really, that was a tough one. Um, but I hope yeah. at least when I sent her the reading and sent some of the things for her to kind of cook. I like to give homework. Sometimes spirit will give me homework to mm-hmm. give people or stuff to do. Um, so anyway, I just, I hope that helped her. But, um, and I also find though too, readings where, readings with loved ones that have um, recently passed over or passed over and the person is still very heavily grieving, those are tough ones um, energetically because, the person had I don't want to say the person hasn't let go of their loved one's energy, but it's just it's very heavy because they're still so actively grieving that it's it's heavy it's harder for me, but it's not really harder, but it's more energy that pulls from me to connect with their loved ones. So you had, when you uh came out to the cabin, um what kind of like energy did you feel out there? From the, the from the different buildings in the area when you were was, out there, yeah, and paranormal is definitely a different game for me because it's definitely different connecting wise. Because one, I can't validate who I'm talking to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the, their loved one's yeah. not there with me to validate who it is. So, but um, at the cabin, we went to the woods at first. Um, 
in the woods, it kind of felt more, well, I felt Native American energy in the woods, but I also felt more of them observing us. It's almost like standing behind the trees watching us. It wasn't really wanting, they didn't really want to engage um, just yet. But, of course, that was early in the night, too. Um, And then we went into the Brick Rancher. And the Brick Rancher was interesting. That was interesting for me because up until then, I have always connected with um, human spirits. So when we were in the basement and Tyler was doing the Estes method, at some point in the Estes method, I I was like, um, whatever I'm talking to, I don't feel like was ever human, and I never, I don't feel like yeah. it's a male or a female. It was very, um, it was very interesting, and it was very like I felt like I needed to be respectful um, of it. And when it was done and irritated and wanted us to leave, guess what? We were packing up and we were leaving. So when, when we were, when we first walked into the into the brick house, I first walked in there with with Dennis. He looked at me. Walked, we walked to the front door. First thing he said to me was, was, "There's something in this house that's not human. It never has been." Oh um, wow! So yeah. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because. I feel like it could shapeshift and be what you wanted it to be or what your fears are. I feel like it could act like it's male or female, mm-hmm. um, but it's not. And it's definitely mm-hmm. of the lower vibration. Um, it's interesting. And I don't know all things paranormal. I would love to learn, Allie. He's supposed to, like, help me learn these different like entities yeah. and such, but I would love to learn like what I could, <laughs> you know, what I could come into contact with on investigations because I, it was definitely a moment of me of going, wow, okay, this is really different. Yeah, it is. It is definitely a, a different energy when you walk into the, the brick rancher. And if you're going to learn yeah. from anybody, Howie is definitely uh the way to go for that. Um, he can, great teacher. Um, did you, uh, were you able to connect with, with Melissa in the house or was she? No, it was, it was weird that night. I didn't, I don't know. For me, I never fully felt her there. I felt mainly whatever that entity is. And I almost Mm -hmm. felt like, I almost felt like when Shayla was doing the FDs and it sounded like Melissa, I felt like it was this thing acting like Melissa. So it was different. It was a different, yeah, yeah, like it was acting like it was somebody and it wasn't. Like manipulating. I I really feel like it can manipulate um, people's, yeah, it's, I feel like you just yeah. need to be mindful and careful of that one. <laughs> yeah, like I've heard of like demons acting like children to gain your trust, and you know, and it 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 kind of makes sense, you know, that you know that they would try to do that. So if they're like, oh, it's Melissa coming through, you know, it's okay. It's you know, we open yourself up more if you think it's her. Mm-hmm. Then if you think it's non-human entity, yeah, and and, and yeah, for sure, go up more. 
Yeah. And with it being the paranormal and I can't validate who it is or, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff to be fully trusting, I can't be fully trusting. So I'm going to go off my feelings and just be like, okay, sir, I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You kind of, you, you kind of, you get a, you get a peek of like what's, what's there. You kind of get an idea, but you're not trying to get the whole picture. You're like, okay, yeah, I know you're exactly. bad. I don't need to know all the information. You know, I'm just going to kind of, <laughs> Back away and uh, let yeah, you do. That's over my let expertise, you, you. and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna act like I'm an expert either. So, I, uh, but I would like to. We we have started to do some residential investigations, and I would like to get in to do those more to help people on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's uh, it is a great feeling when people. And people need help, and, and you can connect to the spirits that are there, and you can, you know, ask them what's wrong or, you know, maybe help right. them move right. along. To, yeah, to for the, sure, because it is scary, especially if you don't know what's going on and you're not, oh, gosh, you're not sleeping or what, gosh, gosh knows what's going on in your home. It's It's scary. Yeah, and you know, most of the time when people come to come to paranormal investigators for um, for help, it's the last resort type yeah. of thing, or it's like done everything. I can't, you know, you know, I can't sleep. Nobody can help me. You're gonna think I'm crazy, but can you please help? Oh yeah! Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> How many times have I heard that? They yeah. Trust me, we don't think you're crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I totally, totally resonate with that. Thank goodness for having your own tribes and like-minded people, so you could talk about your experiences with each other. And that's true. I think I think having social media and um, you know being able to talk with people online, I think makes it easier for people to. Um, share their experiences and not feel intimidated by and they, maybe if they wouldn't like have to do it face to face and like, Hey, this is what's going on. And then you talk to them and then they feel more comfortable with you or whoever. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they find solutions to their problems a lot, a lot easier than before yeah. when you'd have to go to the yellow pages and look up psychics or, you know, go to the church right. and try to, you know, yeah. talking about just, your, your paranormal problems. And that's something I'd like to, um, I'd like to meet more people with, with the different things that they're able to do as far as like with the paranormal, just for mm-hmm. home investigations. So if something comes up and, and I know what needs to be done, I can call so-and-so and, you know, ask them if they can do it. So, that's definitely, I'd like to, in the future, have, like, my little black book of people I can refer and, well, I, and I would point, recommend, point in the direction. <laughs> I would recommend Dennis at Block. Uh, uh-huh. I've done cleansings with him. Um, of course, Howie. Uh, I've definitely done cleansings with Dennis, and, and he's gone out and, and done some pretty amazing things. So I would definitely recommend him. Talk to him as Very far nice. as he deployed to do. Yeah. But I'll have to reach got, out like, to him. We've got two minutes left, and I want to give you a chance to oh talk my gosh, uh, that's it? about. Yeah, it went by fast, didn't it? Yeah, I want to give, give you. 
I want to give you a chance to talk about, like, uh, how people get in touch with you and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I have a website, www.sacredsagelife.com. Um, what is my Facebook page? I think my Facebook page is the same thing. Um, and my email, my email is at contact at sacredsagelife.com. That's pretty much the easiest way is, like, sending me an email or sending me a message. I work hospital shifts, so if something comes through during the hospital shift, I am more than likely not to see it, and I'll forget. So messages are always good so I can go back and, and check everything. Perfect. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming on the show and talking with me. I'm going to definitely try to get a, get a reading from you. I got a whole bunch of comments on the uh, – the live feed here talking about how how great you are at your readings. Aww. You got a little bit of fan club going here. Oh, uh, thank you. So I'm definitely gonna have to get one um, from you, and uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Oh, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you having me. It was a great night. No problem. Have a great night. Bye. All right. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. All right, guys, thank you for watching and tuning in. Next week, we are talking with Dennis Eslock on the Freaking Awesome Paranormal Show. Same freaking awesome time.